Welcome, welcome to episode 10 on the Real Hill Holyfield podcast. This is your host, Essence, and I am so excited about this episode and for so many reasons, but I just really want to just start off by saying I am so grateful for the people who take out their time to listen every week for the podcast. It means so much. (laughs) This is such a baby that I birthed out of love and faith that it's such an honor to share it with you guys. So I just want to say that starting off this particular episode. So first, we're going to discuss the idea, the science of epigenetics. And I know I usually don't get scientific on episodes, but I feel like if we start here, then we would be able to get to a place of understanding when I start discussing it on a spiritual level. So essentially, Epigenetics is the study of how your environment can change your DNA from generation to generation and how that said environment, positively or negatively, can have effects for up to three generations. So this is something that people have studied. There was actually a study with rats and they had rats and they exposed them to the smell of cherry blossoms. And every time they exposed them to the smell of cherry blossoms, they shocked the rats. And so they let the rats have children and they kept the children separate from their parents. And when the children got old enough to experiment with, they exposed those children to the smell of cherry blossoms. And they jumped. They were afraid of the cherry blossoms. Essentially, they had a they had a fight or flight response. So it showed that that trauma, although they didn't experience it, was passed down genetically to the next generation. So epigenetics is really interesting. If you go and look on YouTube or any I, I even looked on TikTok. I like shorter videos because I have so much going on, but um I looked at TikTok, but They have them on TikTok, YouTube, videos discussing epigenetics and how it affects generation after generation. And it normally, it has a three generation span, but if it affects it, you see how it pushes down the amount of generations that it's affecting, it increases it. So it's such an interesting thing to research, but I wanted to give you that background so that we can step right into what really needs to be said and why we need to be better bees. What exactly does this have to do with my inner child, you may ask? Well, if we think about the inner child, as we've discussed on previous episodes, your inner child is your innate emotional responses that you developed in childhood based on how you were emotionally nurtured or neglected. So... With that being said, if the study of epigenetics proves that you have the ability to change your own reaction to DNA or your reaction to environmental stimuli, I should say, and in your DNA, you have the power to change that and essentially change the trajectory of how future generations of your bloodline react to certain stimuli that's powerful. And that is what 
in the spiritual realm, we would just say is breaking a generational curse because anything that's transmuting a negative reaction to the human experience definitely is something that needs to be changed. And if you have the power to do so, why not? So when it comes to your inner child, a lot of times those emotional responses that we have were given to us by how we reacted to the actions or inactions of our parents, right? So if we have the ability to shift that, we have the ability to pass down peace from that particular trauma to the next generation, which is important. It's wildly important. So your inner child is just a call to looking at your basis of emotional reactivity. And when you think about emotional reactivity, it's those things that trigger you and traumatize you because of how you reacted to someone else's actions or inactions, like I said before. So I tell a lot of people the story of me and my mother. And it's so intimately known, my, I'm my mom's only biological child. So... My mom and I have a very interesting relationship. Um, And we last year, I actually went through a dark night of the soul. And I started addressing my mom about the things that I discovered during my inner child, my initial beginning of my inner child healing and realizing, oh, my gosh, I was abused in certain ways. And I want to. I want to cleanse myself of the negative reactivity to that abuse. I don't want to be traumatized by this anymore. I don't want this to plague me. And after learning about epigenetics, plague my future generations, because I already see how certain things have already been passed down. And such a shocking revelation to have, like seriously, but when I was expressing these things to my mom last year, we, I just ended up just, we just not talking for almost six months out of the year last year. And during that time I had moved to Mexico. I was living my life there. I came back to the States once I was going through a lot. And it was like, when we finally reconnected and talked our shit out it comes to find out that there's there's something connecting to her relationship with her mother. And it's it's an obvious thing, you know, like even discussing it with my cousin, it's an obvious thing that we can see. So if it's something we can see and it's something that can be changed, why not change it? Why not sit with yourself for a little bit and take a look at your behaviors and how they're negatively affecting your life and look at your your mother and your father's behaviors and see how that's negatively affecting their life in a reflection of yours. Just just take a moment. And it may not be something major. It may be something, something that needs to be healed that can't be healed because accountability of the fact that it's there has not taken place. And it's Accountability is such a hard thing because being accountable can sometimes break your heart and being accountable can sometimes be like a tower card moment in tarot. It can change your life completely. 
and you may react to it as being something negative, but it's actually something trans transmuting that's turning you into something more powerful and more light and more deserving of the next level of their life. So I just... I just have to remind myself that being accountable is something that is necessary and teaching that to whether it be my clients, whether it be my friends, my family, being accountable of those traumatic responses that we have to to our environment. Sometimes it's a reflection of those same traumatic responses as our parents, and we have to be the ones to take the accountability for those things. Yeah, it's not our fault that it happened. It's not our fault that it's there, but it is still our responsibility to eradicate and change because we deserve that change. Our future generations deserve that change, and it just feeds into the fact of while embracing your inner child, we also need to address how we react to having children. Okay, guys, I know last week we discussed parenting at an, in a high extent with Coco the Seer, but I want to piggyback on it because parenting ties into the inner child more than people may know. A lot of people um, especially people who are defenders of whooping their children, like to say, well, I got whooped and ain't nothing wrong with me. And then we'll turn around and tell you that they have anxiety, they have self-esteem issues, they, you know, things like that. And they don't see where it all connects. So I want to make sure that I can explain the connection through it all. So when you're growing up, your ideas and your expectations of how the world operated is usually set by what you see within your home that you grow up in. So if you grow up with emotionally out of whack parents and verbally abusive parents and people who just were exhibiting behaviors that healed individuals wouldn't exhibit, right? If you grow up seeing that all the time in your household and even in the households that you're exposed to around you, your friends, your extended family, you're going to grow up thinking that something about that was normal. Something about that chaos is a part of the process of of what love is or the expectations of how people should treat you. So when you see people doing anything outside of that, it's a little outside of the box for you. But that's exactly what breaking a generational curse is, forcing yourself outside of the box to better. Because I know that I mentioned emotional regulation. So a lot of our parents are emotionally stunted meaning they stopped emotionally developing at a certain age. And studies actually show that when this happens to people, when trauma happens to someone at a certain age, emotionally, that individual can be stunted at that age. So say something happens to you at 14. Your emotional reaction can cause you to no longer emotionally develop at the normal rate. You're just stuck at 14 emotionally. 
And we know adults who ha- who are clearly emotionally stunted by the way that they act. Emotionally stunted individuals react more than interact with their environment. Adults tend to develop into interacting and not reacting so often, if that makes sense. So if you feel that your parent is emotionally stunted, imagine how emotionally stunted you would be if you didn't realize that fact, because realizing that fact is accountability. Now, what you decide to do with that accountability, it it essentially changes the direction of how your genes pass down within your generations. So I personally feel like when I discover things that have plagued generations before me, I'm trying to get to the root of why we react this way. Like, why do, why do the people in my family react this way? Why do the people in my family or my parents specifically, why do they react this way? So it's just interesting to see how related those things are. And it's interesting to see when you start working on your inner child and working to discover those things that traumatize you and eradicating the trauma out of it and seeing it as an experience that transmuted your actions in a certain way, there's power there, there's growth there, there's ascension there. There is a claim to a higher self for the generations after you there because that's not something they would be reacting to because you eradicated it out of your reactivity and your gene pool. That's, I think it's mind blowing. Like if you have time, definitely check out videos on YouTube and TikTok of epigenetics. And this is not just for like specifically the black community, even though this is an important thing that the black community should be paying attention to. There are so many creators of all different backgrounds and ethnicities who discuss epigenetics on a high level when in in relation to trauma, because your traumas are essentially embedded in your DNA in a way based on the react, how, how previous generations have reacted to these things. So it's such an interesting topic to delve into, but to trot back to parenting, knowing these things, you may have been parented in a way that you think was effective. It may have hurt your feelings or harmed you emotionally in some way, but you feel like overall it was effective. You don't want to admit or take accountability in the fact that it has made you a far less than perfect human being and you deserve better. You know what I mean? Like you deserve to ascend that particular narrative. Your children and your grandchildren deserve better. And it's okay to feel that way. There's no betrayal to the people who don't necessarily feel that way when you say that. There's no betrayal. You're being honest and you're being true to what you want for yourself and your legacy, essentially your future generations. A lot of people are like, man, you be saying stuff about parenting. Listen, I just know one thing. I've been a I've been a child before. And my reactivity to some of the things that happened to me and with me based on my parents' reactions and things of that nature 
it has also taught me lessons that I love sharing with other people, like seriously adore sharing with other people because it's just something that needs to be healed in our community and in our consciousness. Our future generations deserve a healed and happy us, just like they deserve a healed and happy them. It spreads. The joy spreads, I promise. And I have been getting discouraged lately because of just the reactivity to trauma and things within my own family and just like feeling alone in the stance of certain things when it comes to generational curses and following purpose and just heading in the direction of higher self no matter what. You understand what I mean? I've just been feeling lonely on that plight and, you know, I just had to take a step back and And once I took a step back, I started to realize that, you know, I get to control this narrative, right? I don't necessarily have to have support or understanding or understanding from other members of my family or my close circle to fulfill what I feel like is important to me, which is to give my legacies something better than how I feel at this particular age to to circumvent some of the lessons that I've had to give to give my future generations a fuller more happy and fulfilled life and I feel like that does start on the mental and spiritual level first before it starts in the in the material and the material is ending up as a reflection to you know the the inner world and the spiritual world that you interact with so I honestly was just taken aback by reading up on how people react to gentle parenting. And again, I challenge everyone who has their issues or their arguments against gentle parenting, please find me on one of my social medias. Um social medias. Yeah. One of the social media sites that I have and let me know so I can get with you, discuss some stuff, possibly put it on a podcast because that would be super interesting to get new perspective. Also, um, I want to go ahead and just give you guys the book of the week because I was actually just downloading it because I didn't, I don't know why I thought I wrote it down before. But I didn't. And when, sorry, when I was researching this particular book, I was actually, I was actually just shocked at how I hadn't heard of it before. Like, I didn't get it. I was like, what in the world? Why don't I get it? But um, it's called It Didn't Start With You, and it's by Mark Wolin. Um, The full name of it is, It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle. So essentially, it discusses on a scientific level using epigenetics how to stop these generational curses. And I feel like that also transmutes into 
how to create more generational blessings. Because if you're nurturing um, your reactivity to the environment around you in a certain manner, and even in a positive manner, that's going to pass down just like the negative ma- the negative version of that same thing would. So if we increase the positive and great, amazing blessings that we can pass down to future generations, we learn how to conquer our generational gifts while getting rid of our generational curses. And true happiness is always at the end of that because it allows the mindset to ascend at a higher rate and manifest at a higher rate and just vibrate at a higher rate altogether. And that is important. That is so important. My bad. Y'all, I just hit my mic. (laughs) But yeah, so I hope that this message is received. I hope that the rawness of this message is not taking you aback. I hope that if you smoking right now or you sipping some wine right now, I hope this message is hitting you on one of those tingly great spots that you like to get hit in when you are lifting up the consciousness of your mind. I hope that everyone that's listening to this message finds a piece of it that inspires them to be better than they were yesterday and to be better not only for yourself, but also for future generations. And just a reminder, you are in control of your life more than you think you are. And it goes down to your mindset, the energy you allow around you and the energy you allow to influence you. And if you truly have the connection to spirit that you know that you have, start acting like it. Start vibrating like it. Rise to the occasion of being your higher self. Don't just wallow in who you are currently and believe that you'll one day ascend instead of just acting like you've already ascended. Rise to the occasion. Don't jump. Rise to the occasion. Rising comes with ease. And you deserve ease. I tell people that our ancestors' wildest dreams was rest. If they could rest in the manner that we could or we have the opportunity to, listen, I'm pretty sure my ancestors would be like, girl, lay down a little bit more. Just lay in the bed. Take it easy. Rest. Rest. Don't let the matrix play you into giving up your energy for them and not having enough energy for yourself and your inner healing and your inner child. Your inner child is not always just about healing. Your inner child is about staying spontaneous, staying open to new ideas, open to change. Sometimes your inner child is the one telling you, just take a road trip and go to a theme park. Yeah, your inner child is the one that's like, yeah, get a get a hotel room with the jacuzzi so we can splash in the jacuzzi. That's your inner child speaking. Something that brings joy to your soul, joy to the core of who you are. I en- I encourage you if you haven't yet start doing the digging and the accountability to start healing on a high level because you deserve it.
Don't forget to follow the podcast page on Instagram at Real Heal Holyfield. Also, if you want to follow me, your amazing and illustrious host, my Instagram is at the.essencesantriel. If you also want to set up any type of spiritual therapy sessions, or if you'd like to connect with me on any other platform, make sure to check out my website, EssenceSantriel.com.